0: to pack your mics the top chef podcast that assumes the winner gets a horse the whoa <laughs> that's what i assume every time they do that opening and there's just like all those horses standing around i'm like who gets that horse i hope yeah. whoever wins I gets wish, that horse
1: now i just wish podma had been telling us all about it in the intro from a horse oh my gosh can you imagine
0: <laughs> uh, more like a horse. glamorous what the that <laughs> more horse uh so the gang is partially here first up you just heard him brooklyn is back in the house uh Yay. chris and tanya Greetings. are back from the holidays welcome back guys uh-huh thank you and uh los angeles is continuing their hot streak kyle and new sarah are uh, their perfect attendance record welcome back Hi. guys
2: we're gonna get a pizza party at the end of the season <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: and uh of course i'm alex and i'm here in portland with megan hello is and Sarah and the family are off for a uh, a dad's birthday I believe which is uh, very abrupt for him to do that right after Christmas but uh, they're respecting his wishes and uh, celebrating his birthday on his birthday so they're off but we we have so much to talk about today you guys it is Top Chef season 16 episode 4 surprise it's restaurant wars is the name of the episode uh, but first we have a quick fire challenge uh huh Nina and Karen are back. You remember hey, one of them, we right? we really like Nina.
3: Yeah, and then we were trying to remember where Karen was from because I remembered her, but I couldn't remember the season.
0: She's season 13. Uh, she I... finished right in the middle. She was like seventh. Uh, that was the season yeah 31. I remember her as being brassy.
2: Was that yeah. the California, like the tour yep. of California season? Yes, it was. Oh. Okay, okay,
3: good, because I don't remember numbers. I remember locations, and then... I'll have, like, a strong emotional reaction on one episode from that season. <laughs> yes. That's how I, I traced my journey
1: through I the feel,
2: show. Did she make Korean barbecue wings? Oh,
1: Ooh, I'm wow. pretty sure. Whoa,
4: I, that's sounding familiar. Yeah, I is, believe it. This is yep.
1: impressive. I just have a lot of traumatic memories based on her hair color and her tiny teeth. And that maybe she was, like, mean. But, she, <laughs> but then Chris was like, I don't think she was mean. And I was like, oh, I guess not. But we agree that there was pink hair.
3: Yeah, her hair was, was a,
1: a color not normally found in hair. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but also uh, I think she was, she was putting it up in a bandana a lot. Like, I remember her as being mean and uh, yes. also rockabilly.
4: Okay.
2: Oh, yes! She yeah. was rockabilly. rockabilly there you okay, go. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That, put, good. yeah, that put it up.
5: Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. among yeah.
0: all those other things, she is also now a James Beard Award winner. Uh, yeah, so Best is Nina Chef now. Northeast and uh, Nina for... South.
3: South?
0: South? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty clearly um, South. Uh, so yeah, so, so the Top Chef is showing off their their James beards and uh, uh, brought them back. Of course, you know, remember Nina being the runner up in season eleven to a villain. <sighs>
1: Listen, I felt like French Nina runner. still seemed mad, and I was into it. I, was, I wanted her to be angry. <laughs> I was glad that I, she's mad. not back a lot because she's busy being better than Nicholas Elmy still. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, Eddie. Yeah, sorry, Eddie. Actually, I'm not. You know what? I'm not sorry, Eddie. Okay, thanks.
2: Well, I got a very strong like Sarah Connor vibe from Nina because she had like mm-hmm. the white tank top and seemed like she'd been working out as if she was. Oh sure, yes. fighting. Yeah, like,
5: yeah. No, like, I thought she was her getting... upper
1: body definition was on point. Do you feel Which like maybe strong she's strong enough? Been preparing she's
2: go for the back end of in
4: days time. yeah sorry
0: chris i talked over you what did you say
4: uh, oh no i just asked if you know it felt like maybe she's preparing for the end of days yeah. when she is going <laughs> to snap nicholas Almy's neck in twain and use that as some sort of robot fighting weapon
0: you know of all the parts of him to snap i believe his neck is maybe the thickest and might be hard <gasps> Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's her proverbial phone book. To show strength, turn. <laughs> it'll make
4: the others uh, afraid.
1: Yeah, sorry well, for all the Elmy heads in the audience. Yeah. Sorry. We we actually he's a pretty good chef. I'm We're sure not, he's fine. Have we yeah. got any? again, Elmi Eddie, heads? I'm not actually I sorry.
0: I don't believe there's an El- If you are an Elmy head, I would love somebody write in and defend Jeremy in post to us. I'm curious.
6: It's not Jeremy. <laughs> Nick, <laughs>
0: Nick,
1: sorry.
4: <laughs> sorry. Jeremy Ford. <laughs> write it's in Jeremy. if you like. <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> Jeremy won season thirteen, and we also didn't like Jeremy. Yeah. Oh um. my god.
1: And I dislike him so much, I've completely forgotten him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Sorry. somebody tell me if Karen was ever mean. Did I just make this up about a very decent person? I feel like
0: my my memory, this is too vague too, but I I believe she was mean at least once. But overall, I feel like I have mostly positive memories of her. Yep. Um, yeah. I think
1: maybe one time she was like snippy, and I might have blown yeah, it out of sure. proportion.
0: Who who's not snippy on Top Chef? Right. At some point. Yeah. Um, true. true. But uh, she, yeah. Every, they seem to be doing well, and it's exciting to have them back. They're back for uh in a in a challenge. Uh, everyone has to create thirty minutes to create a moose bouche, which is French for mouth tickler. Yep, we're close yep. enough.
1: Always has been. Yep, um, always but-
4: has been. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> well, it's more like okay. So in a moose bouche, it's the evolution of small plates restaurants where the prices for entrees are staying the same and the p- plates are shrinking. So like they're like oh tapas, will raise you a spoon of food.
4: Yeah, but usually that spoon of food is provided gratis. Yeah. It, because well, you're already paying so much for the other little spoons. Not in my
0: yeah. new restaurant, moose. I don't know. I'll think of a better name. Unamused.
1: No, <laughs> <Yeah>. to <amused. laughs> Thank you.
0: Unamused, And it's just spoons, but we charge entree pl- prices. I mm.
3: don't want to go there, but I <laughs> congratulate you and
5: <in> your efforts. <laughs> so,
0: well, and it's not just spoons. So that's the trick to this episode is that they had enough of three different vessels uh, uh a ramekin a spoon and a tiny plate there's enough for one third of the chefs to get each one so yeah isn't it weird t- that
4: that divides them up into three even teams i'm sure yeah. that won't come back
0: yeah how convenient it there was a foot it. race wait, wait i'm sorry different. i didn't
4: want to say teams let's let's call them sub groupings for now
0: <laughs> well what they are is uh a, 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 a foot race based team instead of a knife block based team but so so mm-hmm. it goes um Notable dishes on the Amuse Challenge in the bottom: Adrian's lamb tartare wrapped in a gross bell pepper.
4: Sure, a
2: raw bell pepper, like raw. Cook it, cook it, it with, my friend, with the I skin know. on,
1: so raw. it made every
4: bite kind of weird. Like that was ex- that
1: was the first thing I thought of when I was reflecting back on the food that was prepared. I was like, the raw bell pepper around raw lamb. Mm.
2: You know what? Why was, would
1: anyone ever do this? It uh, felt very you know like
2: does... 1950s, like the type of mm-hmm. thing you'd serve along with like a Jello mold.
1: Yeah, or something that you'd make for yourself when you were like surviving alone in the desert.
0: Well, you know what does taste good, actually, and they, a missed opportunity here, is that uh, raw bell pepper does taste good dipped in Hidden Valley Ranch.
5: Whoa.
3: Wow. They should have ranched that tartar. <laughs> yeah. mm. Dump a seasoning packet in there. Has Ran done that?
4: Yeah. Every <laughs> ad on Bravo Streaming wants us to turn something into dip. Well, good Ugh. news, actually. Uh, a, quick,
0: a quick personal announcement. Uh, for Christmas, mother of the show, my mom bought me a Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning packet.
1: That's adorable. And That's sounds very adorable. And so uh, just
0: one? I'm gonna, just the one. Uh, she really went all out. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try some ranch waffles or something else this week. But I'm going to ranch mm. dip something. Yeah. And dip well, ranch
1: tartare, which is where you just dip your wet finger in the ranch packet. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> a
0: Ranch finger tartare, where you fun dip with the ranch seasoning. Ugh. Ugh. Well, what, <laughs> whatever it is, it's going <laughs> to go, be a lot of onion powder in some dish this week for me. Um <laughs> That seemed gross. Also, Kelsey's dry hush puppy and David's hubris soaked. I've won twice in a row ravioli. Oh yeah. my
3: gosh, Padma's face with that hush puppy was so. Oh, it was, was so yep. disdainful. Oh, yeah,
0: no. yeah. Would would you say uh, not a poker face on that one?
3: No, she like went like like audibly. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say this was one of the many times I paused the episode to yell something at Chris and then played it again. But the um I feel like the <clears throat> the judge comments have been a lot more reserved during the tasting. Like they say mm-hmm. almost nothing this season. Well, Whereas I feel like previously you got much more of a, like a hint at what they were probably going to critique. Yeah. Yes. And I'm I kind of, that. I'm enjoying it, but I then when they say
0: or if they don't, face don't face. actually say anything, like they might say something and it gets edited out. I'm, I'm unsure of that.
1: Yeah. It just feels, it feels really reserved. Also, maybe there's just no time.
0: Well, no time. yeah, there's <laughs> just no time for anything anymore. Cause we have so many restaurants in war to war. Um, on the top of the quick fire, Brandon's chowder, Eric's curry bisque, and making her debut on Top Chef Season 16, Michelle. She won't get stuck in the middle this time. She won't. And boy, we have a bad feeling about her when she interviewed and said she's tired of being in the middle, and it was the first time we'd met her. Well,
3: yep. but you know what? Guess who gets immunity? Yeah.
0: She pulled That's it true. out. She had an amazing halibut. So she went from middle to winner, which is not usually the way that edit goes. So congratulations. Yes, welcome to, to Top Chef. Yeah. <laughs>
3: She also got that um, compressed watermelon because um, large adult son gave it to her. (laughs) Brian? Brian. God, I was not (laughs) trying to be that mean. That's just how I think of him. And I genuinely forgot his name. He's a
4: large adult son who is battling drug addiction one day at a time. I
3: know. And I like him more every episode. He's the best at not doing
4: drugs, you guys. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and that was really interesting context for him. I felt like it kind of snapped a lot of him into focus for me. I I agree. I find
0: him charming, and his sloppiness is kind of fun, Uh, and I also like calling him large adult son, and I don't mean it in a mean way, Brian. Keep not doing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: Brian, I'm just going
1: to go make your bed and do your laundry real quick, but then we should chat. We should chat
4: about your indie rock albums you still keep around.
0: Oh, yeah. Um... It is fun to have Michelle on the show, though, right? Welcome to Top
5: Chef. Yeah, welcome show.
3: to the show. <laughs> Her f- food sounded good. I was really into salsa water. I was like a, thing on a dish. It sounded really good to me.
1: In the context of all the rest of what she made, I, I agree. I was I was a little suspicious at first, and then I was like, no, she knows what she's doing. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. salsa water. You know, sometimes I get w- salsa that is too watery, and I sort of pour that out. Should I be saving that? Is that it valuable ingredient?
2: It depends on the type of salsa you're getting because I, I like salsa water. I appreciate at having moved to LA and like there's some places that have like a really nice like this is going to sound gross but a nice wet salsa
1: like very fresh. It's like yeah just pico yeah, yeah. pico de gallo. Mm-hmm. I think of yeah. as having really good salsa water. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's
0: that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking about.
2: Not Are something you, you get out of a jar. though. don't save that jar salsa water. Okay. Go ahead and throw that in the garbage. Next, yeah,
0: next no. you're gonna tell me. Okay, so I guess while we're here, should I be saving my mustard water as well?
3: No, what? why? What? Stir what? mustard. <laughs> stir, it, stir it. Just stir, stir it. it back or, or
1: give it a playful shake. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> do, I don't know what you're doing with your mustards, but I'm worried.
0: You don't have mustard. So you turn over a mustard and then instead of delicious mustard coming out,
4: the worst substance in the world pops out. No, oh, I <laughs> yes. see what. So, kind of so you were missing cane. that. You turn over the mustard and you don't boogie down first before squirting out mustard because you're no gonna have a mustard ever, party.
0: I would have talked to my parents about how I was raised improperly because no one ever mentioned that until just now that you could shake <laughs> your mustard.
1: Also, what does it mean that most of my mustards now have like screw off lids instead oh. of cap lids? Well, we all oh, know what I that think means. You're at a different Tanya. price. You're a different yeah. like, income range oh god i've outed myself yeah (laughs) although my
4: mother-in-law tanya's mom uh that's how that works uh definitely gave me three farmer's market jar mustards for christmas and i'm stoked
3: yeah we also received a fancy mustard for christmas (laughs) and kyle is not a fan of mustard so it's all mine
1: (laughs) Boom! (laughs) congratulations on your recent wealth You guys, isn't there a place in 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 Manhattan that
0: is like where you buy a mustard pot and then you go in and get it refilled with different uh, mustards from them? What? Wow! I I heard about. I mean,
1: that's there's a good chance that is a business, but that is not a place. There's a good chance
4: that was a business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Infinite Mustard has closed its doors.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, I will Google while we continue on with our adventure today. So uh, Michelle wins and gets immunity and immunity is a powerful thing today because we are going into the uh, chef slayer challenge surprise. It's early restaurant wars just like Christmas came in May to the chefs. This yeah time, restaurant wars comes early uh, the knife block which has been actually pretty active this season. So I'm not too mad about it is put aside and the teams are based on just what shaped dish you randomly grabbed earlier and the normal eight remaining chef challenge is uh, up to 12. So we can have a double elimination, triple restaurant wars. Yeah, so this can-
1: this was the point at which I realized that we were probably getting a double episode because mm-hmm. they were like, it's restaurant wars. And I looked and was like, there are 30 minutes left in this <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, like, how there's could no this way, be happening?
4: There's no yeah. way we're going to see three barely just failing restaurants. Open and cook and serve in yeah. 30 minutes. when they have two-thirds of the chefs,
1: to. Restaurant wars is the whole episode, there is no quick fire. so oh, yeah. yeah yeah, I
0: forgot about good point, good point.
5: Yeah. I was thinking
0: because when it was uh, normally you'd have half an, an episode per team, and this way you would get way less I, that's what I originally thought is just this is going to be no TV time for anybody, but because it's a double episode, you actually get one sixth episode more per team. So I kind of like how this worked out.
1: indeed. Wow. I spent a
0: cool. while doing that math this morning. Nice.
2: Yeah, I gotta trust that math. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it,
6: well, it throws it off, Alex tried to make us oatmeal this morning, <laughs> and he put in way I'm too much water. Tired. So I don't know if you should trust that math. When you're thinking yeah.
5: about oatmeal,
1: how, water is not the same as salsa water, by the way. <laughs> should I? I saved you don't want it. it. <laughs>
0: but but pasta <laughs> water is actually good in sauces.
6: Oh, that's
1: true.
0: This is confusing. We should now. Have put it
6: in our oatmeal sauce.
0: Well, I. Yeah, if you were listening to this show and you were like, surely they're all amazing chefs. I blew it on oatmeal so hard this morning. (laughs) It's very embarrassing. But, pro tip, you know if you put too much water and you can strain it out later and it kind of (laughs) works. Yeah. That's fun.
5: Uh, Thanks for that, Megan.
0: The more
4: you know.
5: Thanks for making sure
0: everyone knew that and that wasn't just our little secret. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So, um uh let's see we got uh three restaurants uh adrian brian eric and eddie are together in a restaurant that's going to be called northeast uh kelsey nini david and justin are going to be in a restaurant called third coast and michelle sarah pablo and brandon are going to be in a restaurant called thistle um so i guess first up besides the amount of tv coverage what else has changed by having
4: there be three restaurants
3: Oh boy! The is so seem, stressed.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. No, let's let's talk about the stress level. Uh, it seems like the restaurants are starting from zero each mm-hmm. of them, and Wait, uh, how do you feel about that they're course? all three some tiny they have design, spaces. They're all divided by like by like soundstage walls, practically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: right. that space is weird, right? It's like so. I said it was an event space, and it looked like they brought in temporary kitchens for all of them. But for I'm sure. having a really hard time, like. It looks like they're just behind a big curtain, mm-hmm.
5: like a high uh-huh. school theater. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> <from some> like <laughs> where the diners are.
4: Rod and drape,
5: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Pipe and drape, yeah. Pipe and drape. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you. We'll and so the good okay. folks from Blueprint have promised they're eventually going to turn these spaces into <laughs> restaurants.
1: I, I, I hope
2: that Blueprint is the only. Team getting eliminated this episode.
4: <laughs> oh, like I really with, like them. Um, with
3: real venom in his voice, partway through this episode, Kyle says, "Blueprint needs to be sent home."
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. They were already sent home. They stopped doing any. Stopped working. Yeah, they just full disappeared. I yeah.
3: totally liked them. Why?
0: You
1: why so did? much hate for that? Well, but yeah, they're what? nice people that
2: do awful work. What
1: yeah. was happening and their with it? their instincts are lame. I'm sorry, but, like, when she was like, ooh, earthy, I was like, I could have your job and six more jobs and do a better job than you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, it did seem like we were we were joking uh, before we started recording about how they were being held against their will off camera, yeah, um, and it yeah. did seem like they were being actively prevented from doing their jobs in a timely fashion because it was, like, what, an hour till service, and... They and didn't they... have tables?
0: Yeah, so that was certainly bad. I Okay, so if I may, just to offer some uh, slight defensive blueprint, what I hmm. felt the whole time in those meetings was like, I've been in a lot of design meetings in, in, in the past, and okay. you spend a lot of time pretending that what the customer is saying is good or helpful, and I felt like that's what they had to do. So they were sitting down, and the chefs are like, well, our thing is, it's going to be just like fresh and clean food. It's going to be You know upscale but like approachable and like it's just going to be it's going to be delicious and we're going to be like flavor forward and then they have to take that and be like here's a logo of a thistle and so they have to pretend that all of that contradictory nonsense that the chef's saying is like oh yeah definitely that's a restaurant for sure your concept is the food tastes good and it's going to be served on plates. Uh, excellent job. They had to. There's a lot of nodding and a lot of just repeating back to them what they said so that they feel smart, and then you do the actual work. But
3: that's fine. I don't like, mind that. But it's it's more just like if they're going to require them to do design, which I will always argue is not a good thing to include in restaurant oh, wars. I want to talk about true. that. They they like they need to have people who can get it pulled together so they have enough time to train the servers in the actual dining room. Everyone was at an equal disadvantage for that. It looked like, but like I don't think that. I, I don't think that is fair when that's not part of the challenge. The part of the challenge is getting the restaurant off the ground. But if your design team literally didn't set up the tables in enough time for you to train your staff, that doesn't seem like an okay thing to do. Because no.
1: yes. that wasn't on the chefs to monitor the design team and communicate. No. Like If it was like, be sure to tell them when they need to have the tables set up. And if right. you uh-huh. didn't do that, then you're in the weeds. Like, okay. But literally, it's just like that girl in a jumpsuit didn't come back, so now you have no tables set <laughs> yeah, up. <an> yeah, <laughs> What is
4: the deal? Unfortunately, tables. Tables are critical path to having a restaurant where people sit down at tables to eat things.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. But it's also just like it's a huge part of the service Bible that Brian stayed up all night writing, just like he used to stay up (laughs) reading his comic books.
0: (laughs) I I just assumed I guess that. Yeah, I just assumed the the tables were somebody else's mistake and not the design team. I assumed like the table delivery trucks just didn't show up yet. Well, yeah. then I think blueprint. they should have
3: done something to compensate then because yep. that seems like – something. if it's across the board, none of this stuff is set up in time. That seems like something production should address then somehow because I, right. I guess Be- – I mean, yep. I guess the philosophy is like shit happens when you're opening a restaurant. And Except you
2: have tables in place. Like, yeah. If there's anything that goes wrong when opening an actual restaurant – it's not the existence of tables. <laughs>
1: right, right. So many I, other, like your partner running away with $40,000 yeah. is one thing, but like not managing to push the table. Because the tables were there. That was what killed yeah. me, is yeah. they were all just like in a terrible line. Like, so it was literally like somebody was supposed to push them around and just didn't. Was there hey, reason we can't why set the these tables up just because were
2: move the bringing tables? in a greenhouse.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I, that sounded great and I cut it off, Kyle
2: <laughs> No, it's just like we can't set the tables up because we're bringing in a greenhouse, oh, right. we have to save the space for a greenhouse, so we're <laughs> not going to do the essential thing you need to understand how to win this That job. was clearly
0: the worst part of the blueprint design meeting where the guy the guy was like, oh man, I've always wanted to do a greenhouse Do you love greenhouses? And they're like, I kind of And he's like, yeah, great, we're going to do a greenhouse cool. And then they I'm came back and they're like, we've decided guests. to go all in on a greenhouse Yeah mm. <laughs> He definitely bulldozed them on that one. I don't think anyone yeah. there wanted a greenhouse but that guy.
3: Not I mean, at well, all. I mean, it- maybe it'll all look beautiful, too. We don't really know what the finished things will look like. And I'm not trying to disparage the ultimate like design skills of the Blueprint team. It just seems like, again, I hate that they have to do design as part of Restaurant yeah, Wars so and about be that. this Why do you involved in it. Because that is something that you do in a restaurant, but if they're going to do it they and they're going to have professionals there, what they should be allowed to do is pick all the things and then have the design team actually fully set it up.
5: Yeah. I don't yeah. think they should
3: be responsible for picking it out and then coming back later and finishing setting up themselves. That seems like... Because in an actual restaurant, you do have people setting things up for you, right? So if they're trying to mimic the, the process of really opening a restaurant, they should have professionals just do that whole part of it start to finish.
0: I love the design meeting i love where they have to talk about the concept and how it's going to sell and how it's going to look on uh graphics and i also like the part where they look at all of the different plates because i feel like every chef who opens a restaurant is most excited during the plate choosing part
3: well because mm. it's something they actively can like work with yeah yeah, yeah you totally. know? i feel like most of them I mean, this is a broad generalization, but if you're a chef, right, you're not necessarily passionate about interior design. Like, you You know the feelings you want to inspire in people, but I don't know if that always translates one-to-one, like, I want a greenhouse. That's why
0: it's fun. I like that meeting. I don't like that they didn't set it up. I feel like there's definitely a a, – like, if Blueprint or whomever was in charge of actually delivering on this stuff, that failed and that sucks. But I, mm-hmm. I just would I defend the design meeting because they've had years where they were just like, here's your designed restaurant. Please put food on it. And I enjoy that less because it doesn't feel like yeah. that's a restaurant. That just feels like any other catering day. Yeah. But I want
3: I it to be an more. empty space and there's just <laughs> fold out tables and then the, the challenge lights are is, turned off. Yes, and the challenge is that the food just has to taste so good that you forget you're in a weird warehouse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the warehouse challenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, yeah, I, I personally would totally watch a like now we design the restaurant show. Mm-hmm. But what I don't ever need is somebody doing that reality TV like speakerphone grip in a separate warehouse <laughs> surrounded by <laughs> plates, yelling at somebody who's also doing that same phone grip in a Whole Foods, who's like, I'm confused, but also I have to fight with some. About some meat now. So yeah. like this isn't a Do you a remember good the Next phones? Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Like I, that I is usually that. how this goes. It's not, and even if it is a design meeting, they just have to like yell a bunch of random things, and it's not very well considered because they don't have any time. Yeah,
4: also, Northeast, your theme is fall in New England. It's the opposite of where and when you are. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh I
0: think I like I like Third Coast's uh, uh theme the best of doing. Which a lot of- yeah. Is Jacuzzi champagne parties? Yeah, Jacuzzi
4: I like that. <laughs> the third yeah. coast
0: is your hot tub.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm. Uh, so, uh, one thing Sarah observed in the middle of the like design too is that like isn't every restaurant going to just reek of paint? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
0: That is a gla- uh, uh, kitchen nightmares thing. Is they were always they always painted overnight the day before the relaunch, and so there are always people coming in being like, well, you can't touch any of the walls. Don't touch the chairs. Mm-hmm. It smells yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. So Classic. you know,
1: you're getting a little high while you eat your charcoal yes, oysters, but here yeah. we are.
6: Woo-hoo.
1: Um, the whole thing is so weird
6: because Blueprint probably paid a lot of money to be the sure. designers on, and this is like an advertisement for them. So why would they? I still don't know what they then do. Just disappear. Yeah.
4: Aren't they the <laughs> wedding like, registry people we used? Are, <laughs> they? Or are they different?
3: <laughs> are they? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have a? I mean, I d- did. You love your wedding.
1: Right, but yes, they, they didn't that, design that it. That had nothing to do with <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, okay. Then I was I like, because think- if it worked out, I mean, maybe then they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Um, we also, at our wedding, had real trouble with the chairs and tables, so I feel like that's pretty re- realistic. Yeah. I it cannot does find happen. this company, though. Kentucky's Blueprint Restaurant Design Company does not seem to exist, so I don't know what's
1: No, what it's our blueprint had an E in it. Oh. Yeah, theirs does not. Ooh. Oh, that could be the problem.
5: Yeah. So
0: it's they just print out those uh, cigarettes.
1: What? Oh Bl- no! The blue cigarettes? Oh, E-cigarettes. <laughs> that's why they're all just wow. vapors that yeah, came in right. to try it's and a help vape company.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, Blueprint without an e is much more uh, of a company. All right. Well, so let's talk about some other decisions then. Yeah. Um, so my first question is Michelle. Oh, having immunity and going executive chef.
4: Uh, yeah. How do you feel about that, Chris? So uh, her rationale is that because she has immunity, her being executive chef will somehow protect the rest of her team members. Yeah. That, which, that's A, weird. makes no gosh darn sense. No. Not a lick. Uh, and also, she's the one yelling and expediting, and she is the quietest little person in the entire group
1: she's so quiet i didn't know she was on this show until episode four (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, partially up to the
4: elves (laughs) yeah and it's great that she has a fast casual pasta restaurant in san francisco i'm sure it's fine but that is great in fact and i can't wait to go there next week yeah dude enjoy it uh i hope it's great i you know like i'm sure for a fast casual restaurant it's really good but you know you want you want a ball buster at the executive chef role Mm. right because things are going to be bad
0: yeah
6: well, I think it remains to be seen. I, I mean, certainly she, it does. She, 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 she says that she has a lot of expediting experience. So. Fair enough.
4: She is. She has way more training than that. And and I, you know, you're right. That's unfair to say that her current, very profitable restaurant is. Uh, you know, means well, she doesn't have the training. I mean, but, it, it does. It is possible that she
0: has a restaurant that is set up in such a way that her. Volume is not as important, but now she's in a warehouse with two other restaurants that just started today. So maybe it's more right.
4: And she has Pablo on her team, who has a problematic tunnel vision, stubbornness problem.
0: Yeah, Pablo oh is on gosh. a different
4: show right now. Oddly, I don't. Yeah,
0: <laughs> understand what Pablo was up to. um He's yeah. just got to focus on those pineapples. It's
2: it's the pineapple show. Pablo, see <laughs> a pineapple
0: in his. Pablo's thing? pineapples. Um. <laughs> I would like to think that that she's going to do well. I, I, I am I have no doubt of her talent. My main concern is that Brandon is not going is going to continue to not treat her very well, and well, that i and I'm also very worried that this just means her team might lose, and she the executive chef has got immunity. I mean there's no way, there's no role she could take that doesn't make life hard for the rest of her team because the odds just go way up if your team loses yeah of you going home if she's on your team
4: i don't think there's any place she could be that much safer i think front of house is a better i have immunity move frankly yes. oh yeah because
1: you're cu- you're spending lo- way less time in the kitchen way less time yeah, in the kitchen true. and, and no you're taking a job that
4: nobody wants yeah and you're
1: also responsible for the
3: whole experience and as we saw if you don't have any time to train they will hold that against you regardless totally. of whether or not the tables are in place yep.
0: yeah yeah you're right. So I You're always right.
3: think front of house is is the the worst the job move. in restaurant wars, and that's where I would go 100% if I had immunity.
4: Now of the three front of house, because you yeah. got Sarah, uh, Nini, yeah. and Brian, yeah. doing front of house. You got Kentucky Sarah, um, who's looking the worst so far after half mm. of a restaurant war.
2: It feels awful to say, but I mean, who's looking worst is clearly Nini, yeah. our
5: close
3: personal friend Nini. I, I feel
1: friend
5: of the show that makes me
3: feel horrible yeah because it's like nervous for her because she she set herself up on paper to succeed with this because she had a whole plan for her dessert and we know she can do a wonderful dessert and then it was that table thing but i guess the only thing it's hard to tell with the edit and what's going on and i don't know it's so easy to couch judge again but i guess the only thing is like she said, "Polish the silverware," and I guess she maybe could have taken that time to walk them through stuff. But if you don't have the tables, I don't see how you can really get
4: right. That Alternatively, information the, nobody was ready on uh, on team third or northeast, so mm-hmm. they just passed around Brian's notebook and read one thing at a time to each
5: yes. other. Yes, oh, that was, that was
2: idiotic. Oh,
1: that was so
2: hard to watch. That was like <laughs> a, a sexual harassment training seminar <laughs> for like corporations.
1: <laughs> so awkward. Well, but, you know, also, this is something that comes up at Restaurant Wars time every season, which is that somehow, like, and I, I do not want to believe this about the people that they bring in to be servers, because this also seems like a horrible gig as a server. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where you're it's like, don't tips. worry, you're on camera, but also you're, you know, at a yeah. restaurant that just started existing, and you're serving like 100 people, and yes. everyone is having the worst day of their lives. <laughs> and, like, no that, time that to seems train horrifying. Yeah. But also, they never seem to get servers who know how to do it. Yeah, yes. like we is
0: that right? talking about this. Like what is the process of recruiting people because it seems like there's always at least a few people who have never served at a restaurant before. Yeah. It's so weird.
1: Is that like a we're going to reserve the tables in a weird pen and then we're also just going to give you like recent college grads. Yeah, we <laughs> found the first like,
4: 10 people who could sign a release at a bus station. Let's yeah. do this.
1: Yeah. And then we just put them in black. Like I just because that can't be right. I'm sure these people have experience. They just they always manage to ask questions on camera and have people answer in ways that you're just like, what?
0: <laughs> like, I I yeah. was wondering, Megan and I were, were musing about that, whether that's like, on-purpose challenge or just like like sloppiness or it's just hard to find good fine dining servers on short notice to do a camera gig Mm for one afternoon
1: yeah
2: it's a little bit of that i can say as someone who's like worked in uh, (laughs) several different like scales of restaurant from like pf chang's up to like a nice hotel restaurant
0: oh so like from a nine to a nine and a half (laughs) i think a pf chang's a very fancy restaurant (laughs) sorry
2: well, no, it's just, like, they do put a lot of work... Like, I worked at a hotel restaurant, and I had to go through a solid month of training before I could work by myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the level of intent that they expect you to have is very high, and it is pretty simple if you've done it before. Uh, but, like, for the types of stuff they're doing, it is more than just kind of running running plates, uh and okay, since they okay. don't have like a computer system too,
5: so yeah. that a fine means that they're
0: But what I really want to know is how do you like your Chang sauce?
2: Oh, uh light on the mustard, heavy on the chili oil and paste.
5: That <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Good laughs> sounds call. smart. I like yeah, it. I like and it. And also very the small, trick,
0: especially if you don't like mustard. <laughs> so the
5: trick is th- you
2: don't do soy sauce, you do the pot sticker sauce from the back as the base.
5: Mm.
1: so the conclusion is like ultimately like Thank because you. they there's no system set up in all these restaurants and all these people like whether they were recently sizzling at a sizzler or like working you know at somewhere real like they're probably not going to stand much of a chance for like looking like they know what they're doing yeah right might be yeah. so you need an
4: executive chef who really knows what they're doing like adrian has expedited three different restaurants yeah you, mean, you know Uh, Who are other ECs? Michelle has experience. uh, Um, Yeah, and Kelsey is the other. Um, Yeah, Kelsey is sort of brassy. Kelsey Barnyard Park. I feel like every single one of
0: them is getting a uh, hubris slash doom edit. And then all of the front of houses are getting a hubris doom edit. And I just feel like this might be one of those seasons where they just send everybody home.
4: Yeah, well, they they are sending two chefs home and probably not Justin. Just saying. Who's Justin.
0: Um,
5: Not today, Satan.
0: Oh, not today, Satan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Justin's going to survive and Michelle's going to survive. And then some... This is my prediction. Justin, Michelle, and Pablo are the final three tomorrow. They just (laughs) eliminate everybody else. They bring somebody back from Last Chance Kitchen and then the four of them have a finale right. Surprise, it's the finale. Wow. Because everyone else is going home. It just looks so sad.
2: Sorry,
0: what did you say, Kyle?
2: Oh, I was just saying that's a very bold prediction.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Everyone's bad. This is one of those where they're just, they're just, everyone has bad music playing behind their decisions.
2: Yeah. Except
0: for Brandon, who's like got the same amount of hubris he always has, and it's been working out this far, so he's probably fine. It has. Sarah
2: told me, Sarah told me in this episode that she's starting to like Brandon. No. Oh, yeah. His villain edit went away.
5: Yeah. It got
1: revoked. Did everyone see that in the car on the way to Whole Foods?
3: Yeah, they all talked about how smart he is and how people should listen to him and it was not in a way that's like no Brandon has opinions. I think I always look at the other chefs and how they they interact with the person if they're getting the villain edit. I don't yeah. think he's a villain. I yeah. think yeah. he's just assertive, which is sometimes an asshole move if you're a white dude, Even- but like he's not bad. I think he's just loud.
1: I just want to like run my hands under a tap and like rub his hair and <laughs> yes. hopefully that I think that would help a lot with his villain problem.
2: He, he, we want to give him the gentle Marcel treatment, where they like they hold him down playfully and shave his head so he can start fresh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that gentle that shaving out, of Marcel had Every, no consequences uh-huh. whatsoever. Would you say uh-huh. it that way? I
0: almost would love to get a gentle Marcel. That sounds like a nice procedure yeah. and start over.
5: Mm. I everything uh,
0: no. I agree with everything you're saying about Brandon, except for you could talk louder, right? Uh, like,
1: well, but she I, needs I think to. he just doesn't deliver advice well.
0: I think, I think he's, he's always yeah. just been rich and blonde. It's exactly. And yeah. I feel like he's right about the things he's saying. He just has never had a reason to care how he comes across, and that is yeah. very frustrating.
5: Yeah. It's, uh,
1: yeah. A and certain white appendage will do that to you in life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some of us have, have more confidence than others. I don't even approach oatmeal with the level of confidence he does human
3: beings (laughs) next time you make oatmeal try staring that oatmeal straight in its oatmeal face and say you need to be louder
0: you can work with this amount of water right yeah (laughs) you should smile more (laughs) (laughs) um all right so this seems like a good time to uh uh see what everyone else is saying in megan's mailbag hey it's good to have you back chris and tanya because you are the only people who like the new mailbag sound
4: uh listen i like anything other than the ding 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 song i know and some people are sad that it's gone wow cool (laughs) guys
2: it It was like it was to me it was a nice amuse bouche sonically in the middle of an episode to give us some energy and a spike Of sonic flavor going into the milk. He's doing questions. some
3: hand
0: talking.
5: Oh, good.
2: Because
0: uh, <laughs> I put that sound
5: effect Here, like in a, a tiny spike tiny of spoon. sonic flavor. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Megan, what's in your bag today?
6: Uh, some stuff. Nice. Uh, <laughs> good. Um, so, uh, at Leprechaun, uh-huh. wrote, Leprechaun. To, <laughs> wrote to us on Twitter, uh, Brian Hansen, uh says chef Brian's service manual looks like something you'd find on the bookshelves of John Doe from seven
4: wow. I mean I, it looks like it's seen somewhere, yeah
3: it's I, just a moleskin they get like that
0: but but mm-hmm. also just the his scribblings of like a guy staying up all night writing like with drawings and and the like it's like really useful, but in a real restaurant, you'd have somebody transcribe that into more readable text with less...
5: Sure.
4: Adrian Adrian said it best. Uh, Brian, we don't have time to like read through it right now, but this all looks great. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like I feel like I'm worried it's all full sentences and they each begin like, first of all, in the restaurant, the folks will be pointed at this customer's. Like (laughs)
4: like every... Pages and pages of intent is what it was called. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's a a little terrifying. Well, but...
6: You know, since they didn't have time to train the staff, at least they could read par- one paragraph at a time. Yeah, of the it, book. I don't know
0: how much <laughs> they got out of it, but certainly he was using his off hours to create something that could help him as opposed to uh, spending their
4: time in the third coast. Right. But you oh, know what would have given you enough focus to finish your ballotines on time? <laughs> sleeping. Just yeah. saying. Very yeah, oh, I'm sure you were going to say Adderall.
5: No, no, he's oh, got plenty God. of that.
1: <laughs> Although I, I will say I, I felt like I saw Brian spending the most time talking to his staff. Yes, yes, yeah. like he was. There were all manner of gestures, and he was dressed, ready to go. Yep, yep. I
2: but think they're actually- most set up to succeed. But I say that because we didn't really get to see Sarah do front of the house stuff much. Right, she might have been doing a great job, and they just didn't film it. True, uh, but it, it seems like the the northeast we'll have a smoother service if possible. Yeah. There's a few
0: tiny moments of restaurant wars that always delight me. Like one is when the judges are standing at the uh, host stand and no one talks to them. And sure. another one is where the chefs are like cooking and they're like, "I got to go get dressed." I don't know why I <laughs> yeah. like that, but I always do. <laughs> it's every single season,
4: they have to show us the moment where they decide to put on uh, street clothes. Yeah. Hey, remember that year in California where that guy pulled a room temperature cocktail out from behind the host stand?
5: <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, what my gosh. That? that was
3: insane.
1: Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, man. That was that was a whole thing. Thank you, Chris. What a nice memory. <laughs>
6: <laughs> what else you have, Megan? Uh, Jane wrote in on Facebook. Uh, Jane says, I don't know if I'm just paying attention attention more after this year's various hashtag me Too reckonings in the restaurant mm. world. But this seems like such a woman forward season. Other seasons have had great women contestants, but the presence of women on the season feels much stronger somehow. With that said, it was so uncomfortable to see Justin pop off about neat. Knee- Nini in front of house. He seems to have the kind of leadership that can only function when everything goes well. I hope we see a positive conclusion to that story at it next week.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They,
6: they really were uh, building the drama at the end of this uh,
1: episode. Oh, you know say.
4: what? I think instead of Justin, she might have meant Eric. Because Eric was doing some real big baby freakouts. Oh, oh, that's
1: right. Eric was having a lot of meltdowns.
4: Eric, Wait, was that totally Eric? I'm sorry. Who on that team? Chef so no. far. I don't
1: if I know who's who's named what?
4: No, it's Justin. It was Justin. It, I'm it was sorry. Justin. Not Eric. Eric, Eric and Justin. Yeah. From DC. Okay. With yes. The,
2: the beautiful beard. Yes.
4: Yes.
1: Oh, very yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Justin of the yeah. beautiful beard.
4: Yes. He yeah. was Justin was having some big, big freakouts. Eric has a much more modest beard. Um
1: yes. And you know, I when am- you yell, I'm just gonna smile, nobody believes you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I also get the impression that he maybe just has like a soup like a, a very specific sense of humor, but when they edit him with like the spooky music behind it, it gets like ominous somehow. Very like they true, try to right? make it all scary and like he's getting really aggressive. But I feel like there was also the the thing with the corn that they edited to make yes. super dramatic, and it wasn't that big. Super of a not deal, a big deal. It and, deal.
0: Seems. and even the not yeah. today Satan line was like, I I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident that was a joke. But in the yeah. preview, yeah. it looked like he was no, having a I genuine religious true. meltdown.
3: That being said, he did <laughs> seem very stressed and I can't blame him because it seems like things were stressful and it yep. did seem like he was about to give up, which is a bummer.
5: Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, don't yeah. throw it in the bin, Justin. Keep playing.
3: Yeah. Don't <sighs> bin it. Never
1: bin it. Never bin it. <laughs> oh man, that baked Alaska. Um, I do <laughs> yes, think... Yes, thank you. <laughs> so good. I do think that he was directing a lot of that fury at Nini and that was unnecessary. I mean, I don't know the specifics of like the number of times she had to step away and he was like, where are you? I thought it
4: was because Nini was still working on her dessert that Kelsey was getting pulled away to to talk to front of house instead. And that that pulling Uh, away and Kelsey as the executive chef, she's doing her dessert and she's helping out with everybody else's stuff. And they were falling further behind. And I think that was this charitably. I think that's the source of his frustration, but. You know. And that's that's the sort of thing that I thought if, if
0: there was communication, I would have liked if, if it was just, if one of them said, um, hey, I'm behind, I'm in the weeds. Could you please talk to the staff a little bit? I'll be out there in a few minutes. Instead of like, no one's talking to the staff. I have to go do it. yeah A lot of them tend to, instead of communicating, just put more stuff on their shoulders until they collapse. yep
1: Yeah, I, yeah that was confusing because at some point Nini came back and said, I have to go get dressed. And they were like, you have to finish your dessert. And so it was yeah. unclear like where anyone was supposed to be because so many things were going wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I agree. I'm, I would say that it is, it is interesting to watch this show in the wake of, of so much of that stuff, especially in the restaurant mm-hmm. world where it is, you know, just such a sexist, terrible place. A lot of the time. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's a good yeah. point, Jane. And sorry for the long winded reply, but I'm sorry I that
0: uh, both of the super cool women who they brought back to judge lost to terrible men.
5: Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ooh.
6: Yeah. Uh, Danielle wrote in and says uh, nothing but respect for my Top Chef season eleven winner
1: Nina.
4: Yeah, the yes. people's champion Nina.
1: Can we just start calling her the winner of season? 11?
4: <laughs> Hashtag yes. not my Nicholas. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. She
0: won season eleven. I agree.
6: Uh, Danielle loved Michelle breaking through that. Who is that again? Barrier. Yeah. So y'all better put some respect yes. on her name. Uh, And says, uh, the first half of this episode was so calm and soothing for the most part. Teams came together. Meal planning and shopping seemed cohesive. And the session with design experts seemed productive. The top chef editing monkeys should move on to horror movies once this is done.
0: Uh, Oh, please, please. Elves, not monkeys. Elves.
6: Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: <laughs> but at the same time, that's a very good point. Yeah. Turn, yeah. This, this episode took such a hard turn.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I can I, never tell. I mean, I guess most of the time it's just because we need drama, but I, I also wonder if things just took a genuine turn. Like once, Cause I feel like that probably happens a lot with restaurant wars oh, yeah. where like everyone has great intentions and like while you're all gathered around the like planning notebook in the early stages, like, yeah, you can say things like, oh, we all just have to abandon our egos. But then, you know, when you're really in the, you know, terror zone, Yeah. I
0: yeah. would
1: imagine things get a lot uglier. And
0: probably I would guess a lot of real restaurants do open kind of terrifying and chaotic and then day two, it's all pretty good. And that's what this show doesn't do. We I don't would see guess the it day. probably
1: takes more like a couple of weeks or maybe even a couple of months. But yeah. Wish, yeah, 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 for sure to be that's
3: perfect. That's soft but, open exists, right? But yeah, yeah probably yeah, the screaming
1: exactly. goes down by day two,
0: and there's more like, oh, we know where the tables are now. It just gets mm-hmm. easier, and we just never get to see it get easier. So we only see the bad turn. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the part where you're sitting in a, in a in in a third coast sipping champagne, talking about how much you love your restaurant idea, that's always going to be fun. That's the best part of a restaurant
4: yeah best part of being in a band is designing the logo <laughs> i think you're making fun of me and i'm okay with it no i'm not no I'm i think that's a home like, truth that's a home oh. truth the best part of, about you know doing anything is planning you know the ideas planning for how it, great it's gonna be yeah
5: yeah,
2: yeah without just, having building, to do any of the work yeah you're yeah. building the iconography yes mm-hmm. without Maybe. having to do the work to make it Iconic. Yes. Totally. Yes,
0: absolutely. Megan, I feel like I have a very we have a very exciting thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that is there another one first? No. Oh yeah, great.
6: Um. So, uh, Carly on Twitter, uh, I heard Did our discussion last last couple,
0: two episodes well, ago.
3: I think it was... no. It was last. week. It was last
0: week. Last week. And wanted to do some. And she wanted to do some sleuthing for us. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs>
6: So uh, she asked Chef Nini uh, if she does indeed use Glossier makeup. Um, what? And uh, Chef Nini replied yeah. um, and said she does not. Oh, um, Sarah. Oh, what
1: is she wearing <laughs> for
3: blush? Did she I know, say? I know. That's what I want to know. That's why I asked because I was like, I'm such a fan. I just loved your glow because she always looks amazing. She, I yeah. Like, her, I just want to know what you use. So, oh, man. She's got, like, perfect skin. But she said, I just use blush and a lot of sweat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. But what blush, girl? What blush?
3: I know. I'm like, maybe I'll ask her again. I was just, like, so overwhelmed (laughs) that she responded and was so sweet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was great. I I think it's super exciting that she was willing to talk to us about this. um, I know. Especially given that it was right before an episode where she had kind of a hard hard time.
3: (laughs) I know. I know. But she still looked amazing. She looks so good. She always does. I got to know what her secret is other than that sweat, which like I definitely sweat a lot and I don't look that good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say I've never worked hard, so I don't know what that actually would do to me, but (laughs) probably not that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing, my theory would be that it might not be like, because I have cloud paint now that we're talking about Glossier. Let's mm-hmm. just talk about Glossier.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And yeah. I
1: would say that it doesn't have the same finish as what she seems to be wearing. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing that maybe it's like more of a cream blush and less of like almost like a liquid formula. But I could be wrong. It could be anything.
3: Wow. Yeah, everyone tweet your theories at us and Nini about what she's <laughs> yeah. wearing. I mean-
1: Nini's blush, we need to know
0: you know there's a few things that we're good at and it's not oatmeal um it might be this investigation so please contribute i'd like to know i'd like to solve this for real um is that everything in the bag that's the mail bag. that's it thank you so much megan and thank everybody who wrote into the mailbag you can send us an email pa- mailbag at com, also on twitter and on facebook at pack your mics as well as comments on the web and i'll usually have a discussion thread ready to open right after the episode airs although this week I was a little late because of the holidays, but now it's time to talk uh, quickly about No Chance Kitchen. The challenge this week <laughs> is a choose-your-own-adventure mezen fish relay. Um, not really relay, but just a, a prep challenge. Uh, one person has to peel a pound of shrimp. One person has to shuck two dozen oysters. And one person has to break a fish, and you can't start to their ev- will. <laughs> you just have well, it just has to really insult a fish until it's too sad to move on. Yeah, um, you got to really break it down. Um, but you can't start until everybody's finished, and you all work simultaneously. But instead of everyone picking their best skills, which it seems like the elves actually wanted, it was just a foot race, which is kind of weird. And then everybody just did some work. Uh, everyone was good at it except brother, who may have been strategizing. I think by... he was c-
6: pretty clearly strategizing. I yeah, feel like say... he,
0: so I said it that way because I feel like he was actually slow and then turned
4: it into a strategy yeah but first he was just much slower than them yeah he was i mean michelle or sorry natalie yeah uh, said that she worked at an oyster yeah. bar for a while so she can shuck oysters pretty darn good she
0: just killed it at shucking and shucking well, is a thing that brings a lot of chefs on tv uh crumbling it is a difficult mm-hmm. challenge
4: yeah so i think she arguably picked her best one and and you know uh iowa pizza guy did fine at shrimp right but they didn't talk mm-hmm. about it i guess
0: i it sort of felt like they should be like all right what are you guys best at but instead they just went
4: uh, grab yeah yeah
1: yeah there was a panic grab for sure
4: yeah but poor brother or not poor brother poor but poor brother br- the idea that brother like he you know delayed you know this gamesmanship tactic to say okay this is 25 minutes i'm gonna get it down to about 11 yes uh, he figures he's better with no time than anybody else's with no time and it turns yeah, out no he, one's yeah, good with he, 11 minutes yeah, he's fine with 11 minutes, and I assume the rest of them are too, but yeah, and then he just gets there, and he can't think of anything to make.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so that, I, I'm i not going to feel sorry for Brother in no. that sense, because it's like you have that extra five minutes where you're slowly cleaning fish, and you're like, I'm just, I'm going to slowly clean this fish. I'm going to s- slow cut. Yes, instead of playing he just There's thought about how great his, his
0: strategy was over and over and mm-hmm. over again. It's like... <laughs> yeah.
2: The strategic equivalent of... I forgot salt...
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i just i felt like it was just incredibly rude like this is already hard 25 Mm -hmm. minutes is not a long time it's not like ooh, if you can't make a dish in 45 seconds then like who are you like no yeah this is already hard don't try to make it harder you're not one of the elves brother just stay in your lane yeah and just (laughs) like
0: and if if he was just if if he said you know look i'm i'm gonna do this at at speed and i will just win at whatever you give me because i am great I think that's a little bit brash, but I'll take it. But he still found a way to make this uncharming. He just Yeah oh, he always finds a way to make it sound kind of weird. Yeah. I'm yeah. officially
4: uh yeah, on on
0: the bench for for Natalie. I'm on her team. Oh yeah, Natalie. Yeah, was, I like her. I like her a lot. Although no one did well at all. This was just a sad presentation where Tom seemed like he was like gonna go get fast food after this to clear his palate. Um yep brother overcooked sea bass with bland salad kevin mushy oysters and natalie bland trip and tomato mush um two mushies it's not great um kevin though continues being a little bit sloppy and uh, has to go home i feel like kevin's probably great at food and just not as good at fast food tv style food yeah yep. i'm sure he's very talented but he just never quite showed up for the show it's too bad
4: it's a different skill and especially Last Chance Kitchen and Quick Fires. It's yeah, just a different
0: absolutely. type of thinking and skill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I feel bad for him, but I'm sure he is going to do just fine. Um, and I just want Natalie to beat Brother. That's all I want in the world. Um, <laughs> although next <laughs> so week they're be- going to be flooded with two new chefs. So it's going to yeah. be. Uh, and maybe they'll even take only two out of the four. So it's just so much. It's just impossible. Winning Last yeah. uh, Last
4: Chance Kitchen is impossible. Do we have any predictions at this point? I that's mean, great. speaking of that. point. Oh. It's who's so hard go. to
3: tell. It's so hard to tell right now because, like, it's impossible to tell who's going to turn it around after the first couple yeah. tables. Yeah, And it's a food because, competition, so
4: if everybody's mm-hmm. service is bad, that's fine,
0: right? True. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a general rule, as we all know, uh, the people who go home for restaurant wars are front of house for executive chefs, almost always. It's almost never one of the one of the line cooks who goes home. So, <coughs> excuse me. With Michelle off the table, that leaves five good options. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anybody have a, a person who you think is the most likely to uh,
4: not go home out
0: of our execs and our front of houses?
5: Oh,
4: goodness. Oh. I feel like Adrian is likely to not go home. Northeast Mm -hmm. seems to have it most more together than anybody else. And she seems like she's loud enough and has enough experience at expediting that it'll probably get done.
1: I mean, I liked the theory behind their team's stuff, which was like lots and lots of prep, but then like firing is not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like that seemed really solid if they can actually do it. Yeah. Totally.
0: I agree with that for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I think third coast, like the edit and the actual like, evidence of what happened i'm i'm most worried about
4: them yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and by extension i'm most worried about nini nini yes
3: exactly because she had that whole thing where she's like if i spin the ice cream too early i only have a little bit of liquid nitrogen and it might just melt and i'm really afraid that's gonna happen since they had her do that early yeah and i think she i don't know how she was gonna do it but i think she was just planning on running back at some point and like doing it partway through service
1: which is which, also wild or just
4: yeah. tell one of the cooks to do it i mean yeah yeah, yeah. right
5: that but,
3: seems like if you're gonna do it i think everyone knows how to this is an insane thing i was about to say I was gonna be like, <laughs> we everyone
5: all knows know how to how cook to with it. liquid
3: <laughs> nitrogen yeah but I just mean, like, that seems like a doable ask, I guess, compared yeah. to everything else. But maybe for whatever reason, it wasn't feasible. I don't know. I'm also very scared for her. I am. Yeah. Al-
0: although yeah. the, the, the classic thing, I think, is is when your dish is bad and you are bad at running the kitchen. Or your dish is bad and you're bad yes. at running from the front of the house. If So if your dish is amazing and you're a bad front of the house, they probably won't send you home. So yeah.
4: That chocolate dessert seemed cool.
0: Maybe that'll mm-hmm. save them. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that can save you. Um,
1: I will say... Pablo also seems like he's he's just often unfocused and like yep. it often yeah. results in food that's like not great. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah we, I'm, I'm curious to see how that turns what out. What
0: we don't know is are they gonna make both the eliminations be from the same team?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they yeah, do, or is it multiple people? If they do third teams, place
0: team, yeah, yeah, or maybe it's we take a winning team and then one person from each of the others goes home. This. I mean that
1: would make sense with like this the split now. That would
6: definitely makes sense to me. I would it would be so unfair if they were both from the same team. Unless unless the I mean, one of the teams was really
1: Yeah, below it was the clearly other terrible. Too. Yeah. But well and it wasn't just the horror movie music that made us feel like this didn't go great. Like I felt like we got a crazy cut of like so many judges table reactions that were just like aghast. Like there was yeah. a lot of just like, what is this? Like you know, well,
2: the the slow <laughs> shot of Padma pulling something out of her oh, mouth,
1: yeah. yeah, that was oh, what I was. Sad. I was like, there was like a real, like, uh, horrible moment, not even just like a oh, I don't know about this. It well, was well, like I didn't a get a chance do like, some
0: sleuthing when she did on... that. Was she in a greenhouse?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a really helpful tell. That or was, was she... why Mr. Greenhouse wanted his greenhouse <laughs> so damn bad.
4: Yeah, did it look more like a greenhouse or like Forrest Gump's mom's
1: house? <laughs> I loved that reference. Chris was like, I don't know what you're talking about, I, I don't like, either, but I like it. Some of us watched Forrest Gump too many times as a child, and so we all know. I hope it's one from each
0: of the losing teams because it. Because I have this bad feeling that maybe Thistle is on the bottom, and Michelle has immunity, and then it's just two out of three chance to go home, Hmm. and that's that's too rough. And I'm especially sad because I assume Brandon would win against all uh, my hopes, and so it would be Sarah and Pablo. I I feel like Pablo is definitely like making a good run towards the exit, but I would be very sad to see Sarah go. I would be sad to see Sarah go.
3: Yeah. I would be sad to see me go too. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's we have Chris's job. We, yeah, it's the first time we've ever had uh, you know double Sarahs, so we have a chance. Except if it's a double <laughs> elimination, we lose both Sarahs. That would be tough. Oh no! Well, um, <laughs> and I
3: haven't contributed anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, those are good. Anybody else? Last chance for predictions before we call it a day.
2: I, I right now. Uh, I have a sad prediction. I have a feeling that this is whoever we end up with, we're going to be let down by. I I just feel like too many of the people that we like aren't shining enough now where I think we're going to get one of those like... Eddie Money wins sort of oh, results oh sad. my
3: god can you imagine if Eddie Money rides a wave of guilt all the way to the finale and wins <laughs> and is like, miserable oh,
4: about it
1: oh no. my whole body just surfing on
4: up. my tears to the finals
1: 540 dollars of lamb later I won Top Chef it was a <laughs> strategy or something
3: <laughs> wow uh, that seems so feasible that
0: is feasible this would also be sad which would be that Uh, they eliminate all of the cool women and then as they bring on great women judges it's just a series of clips of David telling us he has crushes on them.
1: Oh no! no. (laughs) Yeah, David really has a way of making it gross every time. (laughs) To be
4: fair, he also has a crush on Blaze. He does, yeah. He's got a crush on every boy. (laughs) uh
0: on every chef uh yeah well i hope none of those things come true maybe we'll get a good luck in fact we'll talk about all of this in the second half because this is only the first half of today's episode dun, to dun, be dun. continued chung chung <laughs> um also uh chris great news what you're f- w- there will be two eliminations next week oh but none today so wow you survive another day thanks everybody for listening to pack your mics uh please go to pack your let us know how you think uh, and you can visit packyourmics.com slash Amazon to help contribute to the show anytime you're shopping on Amazon. And now, you guys, a hmm. quick preview of next week's episode of Pack Your Mics. Next week on Pack Your Mics.
1: Not
2: today, Tom. Not today. Come on, Tom. It out. No. No. You're it making out. a mistake, Tom. No! no. The ice wait, wait. Come on, bud. Come on.
0: Perfect.
3: (laughs) That really scared our dog.